knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Chasing the Tide Saltwater segment on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. I'm Dustin, your host, here, here this evening, trying to get this uh, little session recorded. Uh, you know, spent some time on the water the past couple weeks. Uh, you know, even went chasing green fish. You know, I've been having a little bit of fun out there chasing redfish. So, uh, you know, it's that time of year, springtime, got them on the move. So with that, you know, we got a special guest tonight, man, a man from Louisiana, also known as Redfishology. Uh, it's his Instagram handle, Philip Logan. About to bring him on right now and uh, give him a warm welcome to the show. There he is. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing tonight? Awesome, brother. How are you? Oh, uh, hanging in there, just uh, rolling, rolling, getting rolling after night shifts, uh, getting set up and everything. Got a tournament tomorrow and uh, be trying to get that. things rolling, man. But, uh, you know, we like to start out the show a little bit, a little introduction um, and, and backstory. So, uh, you know, just let everybody know who you are, where you're from, uh, you know, your fishing background, what led you, what led you into that uh, that plastic boat, man. All right, man. Sounds good, man. That that, that that's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> the condensed but, uh, version. The condensed yeah, version. <laughs> I'll do my absolute best. Yeah, man. it's all good. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, my name's Philip Logan. Um, originally, I'm from Providence, Rhode Island. Now that 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 hit some people because the accent. Because I moved here so so early. <laughs> so you can't. Yeah. Be, you're not. You're not. There's no no way you're a Yankee. But uh, <laughs> dad. But, uh, yeah, I, we moved. We moved to Louisiana when I was nine. Uh, so I've been here 30 plus years. Uh, like I said, originally East Coast guy. Um, I've lived in and around New Orleans, you know, with my family for about the past 30 plus years now. Um, I mean, even up there, uh, growing up there, the first few years of my life, you know, that's the, 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 the those formative years. And my my family was not only were, were we close to the water in proximity. It was just close to my family and my dad, you know, my dad was a mariner, you know, he sailed a lot. Um, I mean, we, we, my, myself and my brother, we swam before we walked. I mean, we literally grew up on the water in the water in one form fashion. Um, and you know, from, from anything that would float, I mean, we would take it because we could only swim so far and we'd be digging for clams or, or, or <laughs> hunt, yeah. hunting for crabs or whatever we were doing. And, you know, there was times to where we'd have some storms. And one time in particular, an old piece of dock. I mean, probably, you know, when, when, when you're when you're younger and smaller, things seem bigger. Right. 
But yeah, this old piece, this old piece of dock floated up on on the beach. And now, bear in mind, the beach right on the Atlantic Ocean is only about a couple hundred yards from our front door. So this old piece of dock floated up essentially on our front yard. It was probably six by six, six by eight, or something like that. And it had a little life left in it. You know, it was still float. It was still it was still float. My, myself and my little brother, we got on it. We got on it. We found some pieces of driftwood, took a big rock, found an old scrap of uh, a rope off one of the old dinghies on the beach, made an anchor, made an anchor. And we were some we were some young Jacques Cousteau's, man. You know, we were <laughs> just we, out exploring. That, right. Yeah. That, that was my that was my first vessel, man. We, we commandeered this old piece of dock and that became our first vessel, man. And, you know, cool. not long, not long after that, we moved down here. And, you know, my folks, my folks did their absolute best to get me involved in things. They knew moving a kid that age, it's easy to get caught up, which, you know, kind of did end up eventually happening. I had some wild, wild years, my teenage years. Um, But one of the first things my dad did when we got down here is he got really close. He had ended up meeting a guy at the hardware store and got really close with a guy born and raised, uh, you know, down the bayou. And, you know, Louisiana boy through and through. And um, this guy really made sure he showed us the ropes, hunting, fishing. I mean, we we were cleaning guns, spooling reels, you know, at super young age. Um, yeah, that's how I was too. You know, I wasn't in the bayou, but I was in the coastal low country in Georgia where I grew up. Right. You know, and uh, and that was your rite of passage as a young kid was uh, you know, shooting at twenty two for the first time or. Or learning how to cast a bait caster, and then uh, you know your uncles, you know, and everybody, Dustin, you going fishing with us, you know? That that's it, you know. And I'm not, that's how it is in, in Louisiana too. It's a lifestyle down there to be on that water. That's how a lot of families provide, you know, uh, food Definitely, on the table, you know, with the with the uh, resource down there, you know. That's cool, Definitely. man. That's cool. Definitely, dude. And he was one of those guys, man. So we had an excellent, excellent role model. Uh, this guy was a friend of my father's. But he was more like a big brother slash uncle. Um, there wasn't a you know a time after after we 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 got close. Every time he went duck hunting, he'd take us. I mean, oh, he yeah. had us in, every every time he was hitting the woods for the squirrels and rabbits, he'd take us. He's going to run trot lines and limb lines, you know, in the rivers for the for the river cats. He's taking us. So the the you know just wrap you know kind of t- like you said condensed um fast forward a little bit man he uh yeah we would get in we'd get in the flat boat you could only get so far to the duck ponds and this is before yeah. more this before mud motors and surface drives so we'd put the p-row and, yeah. and we put the p-rows in the in, in the flat boat running run the flat as far as we could park it in the marsh flip the p-rows out so you know as kids we paddling these p-rows for another mile or so to get to the blind you start seeing redfish tails. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on now. <laughs> I mean, come on now. So it became a thing for us. You know, I, I, I don't know if, if casting blast was even casting blast. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, here, here it is. We're 11, 12 years old, and casting blast just became part of our routine, man. So from from a piece of dock to a piro, you know, I've been in small boats my whole life, man, and um, I just love the fact, you know, that I've always loved history, always loved nature. And I believe like kayak fishing is that perfect marriage of the two. You know, you're living life at, 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 at by the paddle stroke. You're living your life at like one mile per hour, two miles mm-hmm. per hour, super close in proximity to nature, super close in proximity to the water and to the, the, the animals, whether it be alligators or the redfish, right? 
And just being able to have that close proximity and it makes you think if you're in that, if you, if you're able to kind of conjure that frame of mind, this is how my ancestors and this is how the, 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 the native people have engaged with the resource for thousands of years. Oh, not yeah. the first people to get in little small little bateaux, small little boats and go mm-hmm. and pluck redfish out these ponds. There's no way, you know. No. So it's just an awesome feeling to be able to that 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 history, that history and nature just to become full circle and like that perfect marriage in kayak fishing. Yeah. And that close, that close proximity, you hit the nail on the head right there. Uh, Ain't nothing like sneak, sneaking up on them and they swimming right by you. Just drop your rod tip down and they slam your lure right there by you. Can't yeah. beat it, dude. Yeah, you it's can't definitely. beat that at all, man. So what, eh, we'll kind of bounce around a little bit on some of this stuff, but no, you know, good. the trend, the trends in, in Louisiana, you know, uh, as, as, as far as you can remember back as a young kid, the fishery it's uh, you know, the limits are quite a little more lenient over there compared to Texas. So y'all, y'all still got it going on, huh? Redfish is, is, is still oh, on right. fire, right? It's the fisheries I'm, healthy for I'm sure. I'm going to tell you something, man. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, when we first moved down here, Right before that, I believe it happened right before that, you know, and I don't remember all the details because I was a kid and the, the adults were paying attention to all the rules and regs. Yeah. Um, but there there weren't any limits. Oh, dang. That's how, like, that's how it was when I was a kid. You fill, like that, a, fill up that cooler with 100 trout. No a problem. Free, a free for all. Right. So but I'm going to tell you, man, uh, we have the amount of recreational anglers um, multiplied by the, the thousand plus the thousands of charter boats that are running on a daily basis. Um, with all that said, man, our fishery in terms of redfish and speckled trout numbers, numbers, they're still there in yep. full swing, still fully healthy. Even though we have the five, the five person limit on the reds, even though we have the 25, the 25 person per limit uh, per person limit on the speckled trout. Now speckled trout, on the other hand, I mean, I'm not going to get into the limits and that whole controversy yeah. that, that, that's brewing right now uh, in the state, but you know we have the qu- the quantity. Mm-hmm. Y'all and the Florida guys got the 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 the, the quality. We yeah, have I was the also quant- good ones the other day. You had a post of the trip at little uh, mothership run. Y'all had some pretty decent. Uh, well, come on, decent now, ones all. A twenty inch, a twenty inch trout, two three a three pound trout ain't nothing to them bath and bay, you know, monsters. Oh yeah, there's a, them, that's a different different breed down there in that lower Laguna and Baffin area. Yeah, the Indian 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 Lagoon freaking gators. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh so, yeah. So you know, but we definitely whacked them, dude. We definitely yeah. whacked them. We we had we had I mean easily a three man limit in two hours. You know, in two hours between fourteen to twenty inch uh, speckled trout. Oh yeah, now, that's good. Man, red redfish, dude. Redfish, it's nothing. It's nothing to see a hundred redfish within a five-minute paddle. If you're yeah. in a if you're in a mile to two mile radius, mm-hmm. just how many nothing, fish are it's in nothing there. Nothing to see. It's nothing to see a hundred redfish on certain on, on some days. Yeah, it's like uh depends on what pond you go into. You know, you might go in one pond and be a little group here and there, and then the next one just slap full. <laughs> yeah, man, you just keep on poking and you know pushing and pulling, yeah, pushing and pulling. Next thing you know, you see you see a group of ten, then you see a a, a school of thirty, and then you mm-hmm. see a whole bunch a whole bunch of pods of fives and twos and threes. And before the day's over, you've seen you know a hundred redfish if you keep in count. Um, yeah. Now the flounder, and I'm just gonna mention those three, I guess you know because yeah, probably the, the slam. Three. Yep. 
Yes, sir. You know, um, the Flounder have definitely uh, not shown up. Um, even in my lifetime, I, I, I've noticed a, a pretty drastic decline over the past five years. Um, there are some healthy signs. There are some good signs. I mean, I'm seeing some up in, in, in Northern Plaquemines Parish already. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of right. early. It's kind of early, man. And I'm already, I'll be, I'll be pushing, uh, I'll be pulling through the ponds, sight fishing redfish and I'm, I'm, I'm kicking up flounder. So I'm yeah. happy about that, man. You know, I'm happy about that. You see them little, them little cotton ball puffs. That's the flounder. Cause when he, when he flips off, you see them little puff, 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 little yeah, puff they, of that mud. And yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, that's it. This this last year was one of the better years I've had uh, targeted flounder in in the last three to five years. Oh, um, uh, dude, over here it, it, it was good. It was good to oh, go. Over here, southeast now, southwest they're they're still on them pretty consistently, man. But southeast, southeast Louisiana, man, I'm gonna tell you, pretty much anybody will echo the same sentiment. Mm-hmm. They just haven't shown up, dude. They, they just have so. not shown up, man, and. Uh, people are still catching them here and there, bro. But it's just not like it used to be. And from if you were to ask most people that, even guides, even guides, now there's a few guys that got some stuff figured out in honey holes and whatnot, but yeah. not the majority, not the majority by any means. And it, it's it's just one of those things that is it's pretty much accidental for most of us nowadays. You hook a flounder, it's just because you got you were bouncing a bug jig on the right shoreline or something. Yeah, the right you know? right spot, right time, little drain, little ambush point, or something like that. So yeah, we get into that now. Hey. Talk about uh you know springtime you know it's heating on up the water temp warmed up what some of the uh you know redfish uh, tactics that you got going on you know what are you how are you targeting right now you still you all just strictly sight casted right now well I'm gonna tell you man I I, I was kind of hoping you'd ask me about sight fishing man because if not I might yeah. I might ex- I might, ex- oh, I might yeah. expose myself on how there spoiled I am. <laughs> Yeah, I gonna tell you. I mean, just the 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 majority of the time. Not only do I want to sight fish, I'm able to sight fish. Right. And now this, and even when the conditions aren't super, you know, exactly ideal for it, because we've had an extremely windy spring so far, yeah. dude. It's been nuts. It's been like a baby hurricane every day. Now, <laughs> so that means you know our water is already not the cleanest. Now we get some clean water. Now don't let those guys lie. We get some crystal. We get some gin clear stuff over here in the right mm-hmm. times and the right places, uh, all the right conditions. You know you'll you'll definitely find some gin clear water. But um, you know, see, so you got a lot of churned up water. You know, a lot of high tide. A lot. I don't even say high tides because our water, uh, our tide table or our water levels are actually affected more by the wind. Mm-hmm. than the tidal range honestly man you know the tidal range is very you know it's, it's there's not much of a tidal range and you know especially when you compare it to places like you know south carolina where you got a seven to nine foot tidal range seven to nine. or something yep, like that's that. just like georgia yeah bananas you know it's just nuts yep sure but is. uh you know so all right springtime man you said it already dude the uh the the fish are beginning and have already really begun even though we've had some seasonably late cold fronts Yep. Uh, which has kind of, you know, socked us in the jaw a few times here um, with the, uh, you know, in terms of, in, in regards to water temps, um, yeah. because our water temps are just now starting to get out of the 60s. You know, yeah. they were they were upper 60s and they they, they were hitting the mid 70s and then the, those cold fronts now are right Boom. back down. Yep. So so now we're, they're, they're, the fish are happy, dude. They're they're they're, they're transitioning. They're, they're they're transitioning into the the, the their happy fish patterns. 
Dude, the marsh, the marsh interior and exterior, especially interior right now, because a lot of the shrimp is mo are moving out. But dude, they're smack, smack full of bait. The water temperatures are in the mid seventies. You know, the surface temps are right at like 70 74.6, pushing seventy five. Yep. So, you know, what we're seeing is with with the influx of so much bait. You know, and it's just a common sense thing. We don't need a we don't need a professional or a, 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 a expert to tell us, man. You, right. The big fish eat the little fish, dude. I oh mean, yeah. <laughs> you follow that, man. So honestly, dude, I have to say that we are extremely, extremely fortunate, man. And I'm not, I don't want like I'm tooting our horn over here, but uh, blowing smoke. But I'm gonna tell you, man, <laughs> dude, Louisiana, we're 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 extremely, extremely fortunate to have probably, if not the best year-round uh, fishery. Mm -hmm. um, so we're super fortunate, man, that we have a, such access to such an amazing resource. Uh, For sure. So, but this time of year, dude, like I said, it's starting to get warm. Tons of bait, man. Tails, yep. tail, tails are just, just, just waving you in, man. You, 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 you're pulling, pull around a corner, pull around a point into a pond, and they're just like beckoning you. Just come on, come get me, you know. So I'm starting to see, starting to see a lot of tails. You want to ask me? I think we'll get into that maybe, you know, in a few. Yeah. But oh uh, yeah. Ba but baits, dude, man. Lures. Give yeah. me, give me a crawl. Yeah. Give me a give me a crawl on either a weighted weedless or a underspin, a lazy man underspin. Yep. Uh, you, you give me a crawl, a bug, and, and a top water. And oh, that's yeah. That's it. it. Know, and, and that's it, dude. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Topwater yeah, going that's in. basically what, it was, what, what I, I would have got in on it, what I wanted to speak on with what I call pick three. That's three setups. You got three setups, what you're going to take, what's going to be on them. So you throwing bait casters or spinning reel, spin cast reel? Honestly, man, the past, it's all depends. The, well, the past two years, dude, I've been fly fi on, on free time, you, yeah, you know, and so, solo. Fishing. I'm fly fishing more than more than I'm not. The only time that I won't is when I can't, yeah. <laughs> and I the still want to go fishing, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, and a lot of times I'll be per, I'll be persistent or, or, or stubborn, whichever way you want to look at it, or however you want to call it. Um, and I'll I'll pull out the ten weight. Most of the time, I'm not pulling out the ten weight unless I'm going to those those those, those 30, 40 pound range. Right, those big, you know, big those big, big, those big, bulls big. out by the islands, man. You know those yeah. bulls out in the passes by the Gulf mm -hmm. and whatnot. And that's that's what time is getting close to that time too. But oh, yeah. uh, as far as interior fish, man, you know you know those fish within the within the three the three to fifteen pound range. Yep. I mean, you can you can man a ten pound fish is gonna wear you out on the eight weight and yes. be super. You, you're gonna fight for thirty minutes, 20, 30 minutes. But I'll pull out. It gets too windy. I'll pull out we'll the pull ten weight. Just, just, just for that little extra, the extra weight on the line, man. And uh, but if I'm not throwing that, dude, honestly, man, I've gotten to the point to where you know I grew up throwing bait castles. Yeah. But I've gotten to the point, and it really started because I was getting gear and gearing up for the guide service, and and definitely didn't want to have you know bait yes. castles in all my clients' hands. Man, I went full spinning, dude, and 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 I got to the point. I've gotten to the point to where. I'm comfortably accurate with flipping. 
fishing. Right. All, and a lot of the fishing we're doing super close quarter combat. Mm -hmm. yes, super close is. quarter combat. I, I, I got a six, six rods, you know, with super short butt, some customs with the butt yep. completely just cut off. So it's not I like them like that. It's yep. So it's not me in the gut. Hip. Yeah, yep. man. My mm -hmm. gut's kind of protruding already, right? So I'm not, <laughs> trying, to, I'm not trying to blow a cash when you got that opportunity. And, yeah. And just these little, I've gotten really, you know, because people will still be kind of blown away, or, or, or they'll ask, me, "Dude, how are you fishing spinning reels? You know, how can you do this, that, and the other?" I mean, I want to be able to just press the button and flip and twitch, twitch and flip. I'm like, dude, look, I'm doing the same thing, man. Mm -hmm. And that's just, it's a, that's a preference thing. That's something I've grown yeah. comfortable with, and, and man, I love it, man. I, I love being able to, you know, being able to put that lure in front of those fish and watch it all. Oh the yeah, way. and in the bugs, it's much easier to cast on a uh, spinning. On spinning, unless you got like a a bait a finesse uh, style uh, setup for a bait caster, they do have some with the shallower spools, you know that it, it uh, it'll handle a little bit lighter line and stuff. And I mean, the line's super expensive though. The the stuff they sell kind of it's kind of crossed over from Japan. Uh, the some of the bass are so pressured over there, they have to downsize their baits really small. Okay. So uh, there's a flipping reel loose makes that, that actually can cross over. Um, with that Pretty little cool. shallow spool and it, it it allows that line to come off that reel a little easier you don't hold as much know. line so they'll burn so you got to throw like 10 12 pound braid right. but uh right. and with with like a 12 pound fluoro but to get like 60 yards on there but that's still plenty plenty of oh yeah uh, for, for the yeah. for the 10 pound fish you can be all yeah good. dude and crank crank the drag down a little bit yeah you let the bruisers come through but <laughs> man you uh on your bugs man what color it depends on time of year. What what uh? All right, dude. What the hatch uh, like a crab color or shrimp or something uh, more bait fish colored? No, nah, dude. I'll, I'll tell you, man. Uh, I think I, I'm one. I, I'm not saying I know for sure. I'm not the only one. I know there's other guys, but the most seems like Mr. Heath. Like his most popular offerings gotta mm -hmm. be gotta be the the first and second generation curly tails. Yeah. You know, and, and and then now you got you got Rex and some other guys kind of you know, doing a lot with the bitty bugs and, and yeah. the, fl the flats bugs. But I don't hear much about the yeah. permittal, the permittal bugs, mm -hmm. the permittal bug and blue crab. Oh yeah. That's has, tough. It's, it's become my, it's become my go-to man. And, and yeah. on that tiny little, that tiny little one, number one, man, I, I I've caught probably, you know, for so, sure. One of my biggest, some of my biggest redfish on that little, little small, yeah, permit, dude. permit, but and then that clickbait shrimp too. When they in the you know grass what? and they busting the shrimp, dude, ooh, you gotta get some of them. I haven't worked them yet, man. I got a couple of them and and, and plan to use them and and hadn't even used them, man. You know, I'm kind of stubborn, like I mentioned already, probably. But uh, oh yeah, I, you get I'll set get, in your ways. Uh, I'll get stuck <laughs> and do like that. Permittal bug is just money for me, man. Definitely. And then you hit the nail on the head with uh when you said underspin. Oh, <laughs> that little I extra saw, flash go a long way. Now, 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 sometimes, dude, you know, when we talk about spooky fish, yeah. most people don't. Most people don't think Louisiana. You know, you got a lot of people love to crack jokes, man. You know, there's a technique to it. I don't don't, don't yeah. be fooled. You see people seeing all the posts and the videos, and oh, y'all got it easy. You got, you can't you can't do that in Florida. Uh, you know, all those. <laughs> you got those kind oh, of discussions, happen. right? You know, people busting balls, man. You know, it just uh uh now it's definitely a totally different world now for sure i'm not saying mm -hmm. it's not but you know i could tell you a story of guys that there's an old guy down the road in saint bernard parish and this dude put a piece of rubber certain times of year now they call it a redfish jubilee 
Mm-hmm. The redfish are piled up in them cold in, 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 in the cold weather. They pile up in the yeah. deep water canals. Man, they got this one old guy. Man, he'll put a piece of rubber off. The, he'll oh, I'll catch him on anything. He'll put mm-hmm. he'll hook a piece of tire rubber. Somebody had a blowout and they got a scrap of tire on the side of the road and pitch it out there. All right, so yeah, you got those stories. You yeah. got those stories. But dude, last week, last week, I got on the fish within five minutes of launching. I mean, when I say I got on the fish, they, I was, was there. Two, I was seeing them. Now they weren't they weren't schooling enough, but they were piled. Yeah. There was one, yeah. one here. And you look that way, there's one. You know, in your peripheral, they got two. They got one crawling right there. You know, so the first five fish I came across, mm-hmm. literally the first five fish I came across would not eat. And I say what they wouldn't eat, they weren't spooking. Each one of those fish gave me between four to six casts. I was able to change lure in mid freaking in mid, yeah. you know. And they did. They, it took me about two or three swaps. It took me about two or three swaps to figure out what they wanted. The, the first 34 minutes, 30, 30 to 45 minutes. And I mean, they were just oblivious. You would drag mm-hmm. it, bump them, bump them right in their nose, trying to, trying to, trying to, <laughs> trying to uh, snag them. And, yeah. and they would not take. So you get know, that reaction all, bite, you know, and they are, just didn't want to react to what there are those times. And, and when I, I'm, I'm mentioning that because you mentioned the, the, the extra flash. Now, sometimes we'll have the fish and they get finicky. And there's a few reasons. You know, we know when it comes to the barometric pressure and it, it, it comes to the full moon. But it also comes to the bow fishermen. The bow, and I don't want to get on the, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to start, you know, make no enemies over here. Man. Right, but, right. You know, you, yeah, got pressure, we know. You, got, you got super pressured area. You got areas that are just super pressured. So sometimes the fish can just be skittish and funny acting. So sometimes I'll take the spinner off. I'll take the underspin off mm-hmm. and I'll use super low profile, super small profile, soft landing. I'll even downsize my paddle tails from, from threes and fours. I'll go down to 2.75s. Yep. I'll go down to 2.75 on the cross and, and put slightly smaller, just for, just for a more subtle presentation mm-hmm. uh, when they're acting, you know, kind of funny. But most Sometimes they got an attitude problem. They need a little check, you know? <laughs> but but most of the time, dude, when I'm throwing... Like I said, ninety percent of the time, sight fishing, man. I'm throwing, I'm throwing craws and bugs, and I, I'll hook a craw, pretty much any color. But I, I like white, and then I like the uh, the pearl and the uh, the you know blue crab color. Blue crab color, uh, yes. Blue crab color, man. And uh, I'll put that lazy man hook on them, oh, and, yeah. and, and be able to just whack them pretty much year round. So yeah, lazy man's got one, spring. and then uh, gambler's got one called a does it. They got a gold or a. Uh, Silver blade two, little willow tail. Uh, you know, it's good stuff. That uh that I, I, yeah, I love you know, it. fishing the sand, the sand, uh the, the grass flats over here with the sand pockets, uh with a paddle tail with that that extra underspin on there. It's get that extra flash, you know, especially when they, you know, when you burn in gold spoons and stuff, and then sometimes they, they hitting that, but then they want something a little different, you know. Right. Might right. be more of a mullet, mullet bite they're on, they like chasing mullet more and stuff. But right. yeah, and man, y'all, y'all nice, got man. a good thing over there. I oh, guess, definitely like, do. Ooh. And it's nuts when you're when you're when you when you're sight fishing, man. It, it opens up. Uh, it, you're able to when you watch the whole thing, man. The whole thing just play out. Oh yeah. And when you watch their reactions, whether it's whether it's aggressive or whether it's you know, uh, uh, yeah, if they're rejecting, if they're rejecting yep. it, you're watching them. So if I see they're they're just smashing it, dude. There's times that I'm throwing them lazy man on the crawl, and. Mm. You put it anywhere within a ten foot radius of them; they're breaking their vertebrae and getting pissed at <laughs> yeah. it, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, so that's how they get that. on top water too. I know you mentioned top water. That's mm-hmm. that's that's 
that's close yeah. to my heart right there. That's oh, what definitely. I love. That's what if I love. If I'm not sight fishing, if I'm not sight fishing, I'm throwing top water. Sometimes I'm top I'm top water sight fishing, man. You know, yeah. so uh most of the time, dude, if I'm if I'm not sight fishing, it's definitely top water. Especially when they're aggressively like blowing up on the top of the surface. On top. Really you hear that toilet sound like a toilet bone flusher when they just blasting it. They just blasting it. You know, yes, so man, you can't you can't beat when the redfish come up the water sideways and just crush the top water. You know, especially uh, when you see them waking up behind it just about like a steam, like a like steam torpedo. engine just about to bam. They about yeah, to just amazing. get on it. So yeah, yeah man. Great stuff. And then the, you know, and that's the thing, you've been, you know, around in waters for a long time. You uh transition into that kayak and then you 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 went on out and started a business, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, for for me, man, like I said, I I, I gave the whole kind of the rundown on the, the you know the small vessel type, you know, the small mm-hmm. boat, small P rows, and, and from from floating docks to P rows and everything in between, man. And this is before kayaks were a thing. I mean, of course, they had river kayaks and 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 stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but now, uh, probably going on seven years since I got my first kayak uh actual kayak and it was a 75 dollar pelican off of craigslist right? oh yeah <laughs> that's now, a funny, all of us might have started there somehow that's, yep. that's a funny story man because my first trip out man i got about 30 minutes from the launch i was just going into the danger zone i was just going into the zone Full and all, speed. Of a sudden, all of a sudden my butt was soaking wet man i looked behind me the whole stern was underwater man. I, had to get out, I had to get out and drain it in the marsh for about 50 it took about 15 20 minutes to get it out man. oh dang uh, <laughs> yeah, so I had a, I had to slightly upgrade pretty quickly, man. <laughs> pretty quick, huh? Yep, no doubt. Dang. Yeah. So, so you um, you kicked off your business, huh? That's been uh, it's it's a hundred percent full time now. I, I'm saying it yeah. like that, man. It's, not tooting my own horn, man. I'm pretty I'm pretty hyped on it, dude. I really am because it's something I've been I've been wanting to do my entire life to some extent. Mm-hmm. You know, even before kayak fishing even entered or or, or was on my radar. I knew that I wanted to work in a way that allowed me to live in the outdoors and be able to uh, help others connect with the resource in the ways that I love to. Um, so I had a job job, dude. You know, that's what I call it, a job job, a, a job, right. a, a, a real job, you know. And it wasn't even nine to five, man. I was working 60 to 80 hours a week. Um you know, I was in sales and marketing, marketing and sales for a local uh, athletic company and a family owned small business. Close friend of mine was the owner. Uh, so that's how that happened. But anyway, long story short, man, I was with them for a few too many years. I was burnt out uh, a few a few years before that. Right, <laughs> and, right. And, uh, you know, I started off supposed to be doing the social media and stuff like that and turned out doing A to Z. You know, yeah. running the store A to Z. You Catch know, y'all. <laughs> um, had me had me customer service. Had me doing customer service, ordering, inventory, et cetera, et cetera, dude. Um, and retail, you know, just I learned a lot though, man. I did. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that transferred and, and converted. Uh, maybe convert that into a lot of stuff that I'm doing now. All right, so dude. I mean, I guess it go, we all know it. You know, we we know what's happening these past couple of years, man. Coronavirus hit. Yep. Um coronavirus hit and i was out of work for a solid three months and what was awesome about it is i've been planning to do this for years yeah and this has been a goal of mine and i've been doing it you know on a part-time basis for about i've been guiding on a part-time basis unofficially 
for about the past five years. Yeah. And but it was only when I had time and dudes would catch me off Instagram and stuff like that. And Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com So, coronavirus hit. Three months, I'm fishing every day, just going nuts on the fish. And I just decided, man, I just I made the decision. I said, look, that coronavirus just was kind of just a fire under my tail. Mm-hmm. You know, just lit that fire under my butt. Hit it up. And it was like, dude, you know what? You need to just go ahead and jump. And, and you know, I jumped off that that cliff and, you know, I've been getting some bumps and bruises along the way, man. But that's what it's about. I wouldn't have it any other way, man, because now it's like if I if I don't fish, I don't mm-hmm. eat. And I freaking love and I freaking love it, man. You know, yeah, it's, it, it's pressure. Yeah, there is times to where it's pressure. But just being able to to offer that connection <clears throat> to others, dude, it, it, right. it just it, it to experience that, that. You know, to offer that experience to others and to, to, to use my experiences to enhance their experience with our, you know, with our resource. It's just, you know, it's what wakes me up in the morning, man. That's right, right. That, that's my it's, caffeine, dude. It's cool to still have that passion and drive about it too. And you know, like you said, coming up, bumps and bruises. That's cool of hard knocks. That's what makes you stronger, man, and, and keeps and you that's, rolling. That's and, how and that's I it. came up, man. So it's, yeah. it's you know, uh, ramen noodles, pot oh, yeah. of meat, pot of meat, meat, pot of pe- meat, peanut butter and jelly, man. That's life, man. Sometimes it is yep. what it is. You got- you know, and I'm all right with that, man. If I'm doing it for myself, man. So I feel 100% better, man. Uh, super hyped on it. Uh, next month makes a first my first full year in business. Sweet. And uh, what all do y'all offer? You're, you're doing like a full guide service. You have the equipment, the gear, everything. Oh, uh, mother shipping opportunities. And, and and tell everybody where you're where you're based out of exactly. All right, dude, 100%, man. I, I, I kind of I get a lot of questions on social media people asking about you know details and info info for trips no matter how many times i post it or have it posted up on the site yeah um and that's all good man i love it man i love interacting with the folks man when they're when they're when they're showing interest in something that i'm you know something that i'm doing oh excuse me um so i'd say that i I wanted to start off without i didn't want to spread myself too thin because i'm 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 the type of guy that i like to be all in or nothing and I like to be able to, I don't want to shortchange myself, but definitely not anybody that I'm, you know, that I'm working with on a client ba- client, right, you know, right. client basis. Um, so what I did is I, I, this has been cooking in my brain for years now, you know, so when I launched the business, I already kind of had the game plan and had it all laid out. I had used ever since I first got on Instagram, I had, I had it in my mind. I had a goal in my mind that I'm using this as a digital resume as a yep. digital as a digital portfolio because one of these days one of these days i'm gonna be doing this full time man um so when i actually decided to full, just 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 pull the trigger um i just I, I told myself man that it's gonna just pedal to the metal um and, and this is what i want to do this is what i'm gonna go after whatever it takes you know so started off uh with, with four with four kayaks 
running Diablo Paddle Sports, uh, Amigos. Yes, sir. Uh, absolutely love them, man. Uh, Thomas and Megan, great folks, man, over there in the Austin area. Um, you know, love the whole vibe of the community, uh, uh, of the company, you know, super small, super uh, angler orientated, you know. Yep. They, you can definitely tell from the first paddle stroke that they're well thought out from the perspective of an angler. You know, it wasn't just some factory pushed out stuff. Not knocking anybody's stuff. Just, just you could tell that it, you could tell they're hardcore yeah. and, and love what they build. So um, all right, so uh, it started off me thinking just okay, I'm gonna just do uh, just basic inshore trips. But again, I had so many ideas just stewing and cooking for so many years. I said, okay, I'm just gonna expand it, man. So what I'm doing now, uh, I'm offering day trips. I'm offering day trips in the interior marsh, um, four to six hour trips. Um, and I like to tell people, and that's, that's, I lost my train of thought, um, that all equipment is provided, all equipment is provided and all trips are guided. All yeah. trips are guided and all equipment is provided. It's not, you're coming to rent a kayak and I send you on the way. No, I'm we're taking you. them out there. hundred percent, man. hundred yeah. percent. And that goes for all the trips, man. I'm with them a hundred percent. Um, and of course you would think that most people would think that I already know that that would be a given, uh, but you'll, 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 you'll come across a lot of people. Oh, what if I bring my own kayak or, or what mm -hmm. if, uh, you just, I rent one from you and you show me where to go and all this kind of stuff. So anyway, I always say that all equipment's provided and they're hundred percent guided. So exactly. yeah, I, pro I provide all the equipment from A to Z, man, from A to Z. Now I don't have, you know, I'm not running super technologically advanced systems and all that you know i i, I got a push pole you know i got a push pole and a paddle i'm in yeah. six to, i'm in six to 18 inches of water with my folks 90 right. percent of the time yep. uh no need for pedals no need for depth finders etc cetera, etc cetera. Yep. you want to know how warm the water is touch it yep. <laughs> you know um but anyway so my, my operation is pretty streamlined in that regard in terms of gear um all the rods and reels etc man just just long story short man all the gear is provided uh, so I'll do the basic inshore trips and then I'll do uh, interior and exterior um, marsh and the bays out to the barrier islands on the mothership. Yeah. So we're offering day trips. Um, we're offering day trips to where, you know, uh, 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 it's a three person minimum on the mothership trips. We're offering day trips. You want to go out to the barrier islands. Um spend a day out there we'll go from safe flight until safe flight to safe flight and you know just spend a day out there eat beach on uh, eat, eat beach on the lunch right eat lunch, <laughs> eat lunch on the beach <laughs> yeah, man <laughs> eat, eat, eat some lunch on the beach man you know hang out for lunch hit go back after them in the evening bite you know uh and then i'm doing uh the overnight trips overnight yes sir overnight fish camping trips um breakfast lunch and dinners on me man uh, I, I'm doing it. I'm doing. I'm offering meal options to where you can you can get the the grits and eggs in the morning, turkey sandwiches in the afternoon, and, and some uh, hamburgers and hot dogs in the evening. Or, Something like it. Yep. Or you can get some shrimp and grits in the morning, some jambalaya yeah. and char grilled oysters in the evening. <laughs> there you then, go. You know. And then and I'm doing st steaks and shrimp, steaks whatever they want to do, man. You whatever know, they that. want. Oh man, you got that five star treatment on the upgrade. <laughs> I'm giving them my options, you know. Just giving them yeah. those options, man. Yep. Oh yeah. 
And yeah, that sounds like a fun trip too, man. That yeah, overnight dude. camping trip. I got all know. the gear for that too. You know, all the tents, all the tents provided. I mean, I'm cooking, dude. You're you're able to fish hard in the morning in the kayaks. You come back in the evening, fish hard in the surf for the speckled trout. You know, you got yep. a big old yellow mouse in the surf out mm-hmm. there with a salinity. You got higher salinity out there. Yes, sir. And then at night we're gigging for flounders. Oh yeah. And then we start over, man. We start over in the morning, man. Yeah, I see you got all your gear lined up. Look like you're going through cleaning, get stuff set up. Yeah, I got get ready. Get ready for the weekend. Yes, sir. That's what I'm doing, man. I think t- tomorrow might be kind of tough with the weather, but I definitely got Sunday running. Oh, I know. We gonna we had a storm streaming in all day today. I slept good because we had it raining and stuff, but man, it sure does a trick. That lightning sure does a trick on them fish sometimes. <laughs> so, man, I, I hope I know it's, we're supposed to have like it's ninety percent chance of thunderstorms tomorrow, and I was like, man. I said the rain don't bother me a bit. I'll fish all day in the rain. Yeah, the fish start dealing good, with man. start dealing with that electricity, that lightning, the stuff that go flash and boom. I don't, yeah. I don't like none. Of, I don't like none of that, especially yeah, well, when you're on top of the water with your lightning rod sticking straight up in there. <laughs> definitely, definitely better to play it smart, man. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. Tell everybody uh, the name of your guy business, um, and then we'll I'll post a link in the in the show description when we post awesome. this and on the video on uh, YouTube uh, of the contact info and everything, but Kayak Adventure Co. Explore Kayak Adventure Co., right? Yeah, Explore Kayak Adventures is the name of the business, you know, the LLC or whatnot. But uh, on Instagram, uh, you can find us at explore underscore kayak underscore ad co. It's right there on the screen. Yeah, if you're watching this video on YouTube or Facebook, it's right there along with his Instagram tag redfishology and that's just man he started that he had like a whole marketing scheme in itself right there he's like man what redfishology i like that that's the whole that's how i found him i found him by uh his uh his famous redfish cradle pics like the the fish that you see with the with the with the, the close-up of the face and all that i said that's I like how that. i found him that's how i, I found love him. Their eyes, we, we, we connected on on instagram and been following each other for probably a little over a few years now Oh yeah, definitely. and uh, and that's how I find you. So you know, it's that, that's a you know the Strong cradle platform, shots you yeah. got are pretty cool. It's a good platform for gro- for growth of the business, and then and then the gain to follow and all that. Uh, what kicked off them shots, man? You just you just well, just had I to come mean, up come up with something different. You out there by yourself and didn't have nobody take no picture. That's it, ain't that's a big part of it, man. Honestly, man, and, and I've never been. I was never you know much of a fan of social media. I started brainstorming about the business and I said, okay, I'm going to use it as a marketing tool. That's one yep. thing. And then I started thinking like, man, I'm out here just witnessing this amazing, these amazingly, I mean, just these beautiful fish. I want to share them. So I need a platform. So then I just started doing it and you know, you have to improvise and get creative, you know, when you're out there by yourself and you don't have all the equipment. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. armed with, I, I was armed with nothing but an iPhone five, man. And yeah. I'm out there with my iPhone 5 trying to figure it out and, and deal with within the parameters of my gear and, and my ability, but also trying to be creative. And, I, dude, I, I got to give a shout out. I got to give a shout out, man, to, to a couple of the, 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 the Redfish OGs on mm-hmm. Instagram, man. You got, you know, guys like the Trail Chaser. Yeah. Uh, you know, David down there in POC. Yeah, uh, I fish with him. I fish with David. Me and yeah, David fish, with him fish too, the man. same areas, man. He's a good dude. He rolled out the red carpet for me when I came down, man. You know, he 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 was a he was an awesome host. I fished with him there. Hope to get him over here one of these days. But just you know, so I'd look at the pictures and I, it's kind of you know, get some ideas. 
And then the other, uh, I don't know this guy personally. I don't know him, but I, this is Instagram is uh, Ghost Water. You mm-hmm. know, so seeing 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 just stuff like that kind of you know was, was was a lot of the inspiration behind it. And, and I, I I gotta mention those guys, man, because they, they just their their creative just what they were doing um, just kind of sparked it for me. And then I just just did my best to keep on trying to show and share you know the beauty of the fish that I'm seeing firsthand. You know, just just to put it out there for folks to 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 also enjoy, man. Yeah, for sure, man. And then also, you know, me me being a contributor myself to some magazines and some media, uh, you also contribute to to uh, yeah, Martian Bayou Magazine. Martian Bayou Magazine. Yeah, that's an outfitter shop too, right there in uh. They're in Mandeville now. They're Mand- been- Mandeville. They were in New Orleans, right? They were dead in the center of the French. Dead in the center quarter, of French uh, Quarter. That's right. Smack in the center of the French Quarter. Magazine, magazine. I think they've been publishing for. Uh, they've been printing for. I, I'd say twenty, twenty-one years. Yeah, it's up uh, there. It's a, it's a, it's, it's two brothers, uh, Chris and Ben Tibley. Um, they, they definitely got a top-notch production uh, publication. But now they, they, they've moved to a new location. It's been close to a year now, and they have a full-fledged. They blowing uh, up, dude. They, they have a full-fledged outfitter, man. They, they're not just selling gear. They're, they're, they're booking trips. They're doing. I mean. And, and in the magazine, the magazine, it's it's. I feel like they've done a really good job. At it's a free mag. It's 100. Right. You know, it's a, That's it's how a the one magazine. I write for over here. It, it, it uses sponsor, uh, you know, so you know, they, ad dollars to to put it out there for free. Yep. You know, so they got that good balance, man. That good balance, yep. that perfect balance of uh, relevant ads and, mm-hmm. and pertinent and relative, uh, you know, good information at the same time, to where they're not just you know just bombarding you with ads you got the ads that you want to see and you know so they, they they have a good balance man a great balance they've worked that out and and i uh i write i write for i write for the magazine every month uh i've been doing it for a while now um got some new stuff coming with the magazine that i'm actually going to be working with them on oh, there's cool. a there'll be a new section in the magazine called the tackle box oh right on the tackle box and it'll give it'll be a two-page spread and it'll give companies an opportunity to to advertise for a, for a pretty cut rate, you know, a really good price, yeah. and, and it'll run. They'll be they'll be on that page once they sign that contract and they sign up for that that tackle box. They'll have an ad every month uh, every month of the year, you know, you know. So if anybody's interested in that, man, you can give me a holler about that now too. Man. The tackle, give me a holler. Man. Oh, sweet man, that'd be a cool little deal. You know, I I enjoy, you know, like me. I didn't, I didn't like writing in high school. I ain't like doing no book reports and no essays and all that stuff. And then, you know, my, uh, my senior year, uh, you know, literature teacher actually comments on my stuff. She says, I just can't believe you. You so into this with this, uh, you know, just writing about something you're passionate about. Where was this at in high school? I said, I ain't want to write about no Shakespeare. What's up? She's like, no, she said, I like it. How you turn something fun into into yeah, what you're dude. doing with it, you know, and it's super cool, you know, being, yeah, being able definitely. to write about your experiences on the water, share with everybody else and on a platform that lets you. So that's cool. Martian Bayou, check them Martian out. Bayou, uh, yep. Great Hit them guy. up at the Great store guy. there in Mandeville. They also a Jackson Kayak dealer. So shout out for the JKs in there, in the house. They definitely so yeah, are. cool deal, man. Well, man, dude, I love having you on here, brother. Glad to be here, man. Glad. Uh, thanks for having me, dude. So, you know, at this point, we, we usually, uh, give you the get the guest the stage man and uh you know any shout outs you want to give 
you know, it's all yours right here. Get some sponsor shout outs or, or some props or whatever you got, man. All right, man. Um, never was much into the, the whole pro staff thing, but I'm not going to get on a soapbox, man. Um, I, I, I was always I looked at it as, as as I wanted to develop relationships. Uh, I wanted to develop relationships with companies that I believed in, stuff that I was using already. And yep. I've been for, I've been fortunate to develop some really solid and good working relationships with a bunch of folks, man. And I'm all about I'm all about cross promotion, man. Um, you know, I'm 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 still my one and only employee. I'm my own one and only employee. Dang. I'm trying I'm still trying to pay myself, man. I can't, you know, give all that free promo for a discount code. Right, man. right, right. I don't I don't need you to give me no free stuff. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, anyway, man, uh, not knocking it at all, dude. It's, it, it, to each their own. Um, but I've worked a lot with the local rod company, Zook Rods. Uh, Zook Rods is out of the New Orleans area. Everything from, from super light to, to super heavy. You know, custom rods. We have a manufactured rod series. Um, I, had, I started with him, get, got him to build me a custom, and absolutely loved it. Uh, loved what he was doing. Loved the fact that it was local. He was my neighbor. Able to be with him through the entire process. He pulled my thoughts and my vision for the rods that I wanted, and he, he just made them golden, man. He made them oh, awesome. Sweet. Fell in love with them. Then he started doing a manufactured rod series, and I did. A, I started doing a lot of pretty much a lot of his R and D and all of his testing before he before he went to market with them. Uh, so we developed a relationship over that time. I'm doing all the testing and R and D and bouncing stuff off of him. He's bouncing stuff off of me, and now man i'm 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 his one and only sales guy man i'm a sales rep for zook rods too man that's my side hustle you know you gotta have more than one iron in the fire man especially when you're starting a business yeah. in especially when you're starting a business in times like these man oh uh, yeah for sure so i'm a rod i'm a, i sell rods for uh for for zook zook rods uh worked a lot with uh uh robert watts man robert's great guy lazy man hooks out of sulfur louisiana uh we he's definitely shown a lot of love over the years, man, and, and vice versa. Uh, have a great working relationship with Robert Watts, man. Uh, not sponsored or anything, but can't do what I do without without my without a good pair of polarized shades. Yep. Uh, Breakline Breakline Optics has been really good to me. Uh, great group, great group of guys. Uh, love their shades. Definitely have helped me, you know, in, in my pursuit. Uh, for, you know, addiction. I would say my my addiction to right, for sure. <laughs> um, can't leave out Diablo, man. Uh, yeah. Tom Thomas and Thomas and Megan, are, you know, super cool. Uh, love their boats, man. Kind of shouted them out already. Uh, actually just got back from a road trip a month or so ago. Uh, I I made that haul from New Orleans to to out there <laughs> to pick up some more kayaks, man, to beef up the fleet. You know, and they next they, time you come out, you got to give me a shout, man. I'm only an hour and a half from Austin, man. Oh, man, that'd I'm be right great, there. Man. That'd be I'm great, right there. Man. Well, what crawls are you throwing? You got a certain brand you like on deal? All right, man. Now, this is a sad story, and it's not a story, I'll be real short, but it's uh, Shoe Shoe Lures, man. Shoe Shoe ah, Lures yeah. Shoo was, Shoo. A, was a Slidell company, uh, a company out of Slidell, Louisiana, which is a suburb of New Orleans. Um, had a bunch of solid, solid anglers running it. And, you know, dudes were, you know, these were anglers making stuff for anglers. Um, and, you know, I started using, I had been using it for, a, you know, a good while, man. And, and after a solid year or so, they just reached out and they're like, dude, we want to work with you, man. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. 
flooded me with crawls, man. And just, we, we, we kept it going. And I, now, you know, the, the, the owner of Shushu Lures, him and I are not only friends, like good friends. We also, we fish a lot together. Uh, yeah. he's got a, you know, a sight fishing, you know, stand on his boat every once in a while. I'll take a break and go, 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 there you do, go. Some, do some grocery shopping from the site tower, man. Oh yeah. But, uh, so Shushu Lures now, they actually, sadly, man, they, they went out, they went out of business. Uh, oh, he just became so busy. He, he he got so busy with his career, and uh, he it's just kind of had to take a back, put it on the back burner for now. So I I I'm pretty much to the end of my stash, man. So I got some for you. I got you covered. I got you covered. <laughs> I've been using. I've been kind of just just mixing them up. They got another local guy over here uh, close to me. Uh, tail tail chasers. Chris Cochran. Uh, yes. Tail tail chasers. He actually he shot me. I I gave my idea that I wanted for some blue crab crawls with a white underbelly, mm-hmm. and uh, I wanted them to be as realistic colored as possible. And uh, he shot some for me. I got a bunch of those now. If not that, I'm throwing the uh, the I like the Cajun, the Cajun crawls, Cajun lures, the Cajun, yep. the Cajun lures. Um, that's about it, man. Some good stuff, man. Oh, Shoot. definitely, dude, definitely. And you know, people say, "All right, why you, how you how you throwing bass beats for redfish, man?" I'm, uh, pretty much all the redfish baits that we had were once bass baits, man. They were worse bass baits too. Yep, especially they, they when were, they way up in that grass, you gotta have a weedless presentation, you know. Yeah, man. They uh, were hollow, hollow, hollow body frogs kill them, dude. On them flood tides, dude. There's some spots over here where the the, the SAV, the, the the submerged aquatic vegetation, yeah, technical man. The SAV gets so thick, you can't do anything with it. Even with weedless, you, you're wrestling. And yeah. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna, I gotta say that I didn't say it earlier. The grass is your friend, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> At least you know the grass. It gives it gives them the, that habitat, but it also just helps mm-hmm. clean up and filtrate that water. Yep. Uh, and it's fly- cover for the bait fish and the crabs. Exactly. And it's stru- structure for that fish. They feel kind of just that happy m- around that micro, it, you know? that, yep. that, that microcosm, man. That microcosm yep. of activity, man. Showing and, up. And uh, definitely, man, fish the grass heavy. Um, I'll, I'll run them weedless crawls and, and sometimes it gets so thick. I'll throw the top water frogs and redfish yep. will come from under the grass mat, come out with a head full of grass, <laughs> coming out like, like a swamp. Just like the bass man. dude. Just like the bass dude. Like a ghillie suit. So once you can, out you can burn, them on t- burn them on top of the grass. Actually, the, sometimes I'll, I'll just throw a like a EWG wide gap weedless hook with no, no weight on a crawl and just pitch it to them on a spinner definitely, reel. Definitely, definitely. Same thing, you know. Uh, just man, the grass. It's I love gotta, when they in the grass like that, especially that submerged stuff you're talking about. Gotta got got improvise, man. And it's Showing getting up. that time. It, you know, the cold fronts kind of set all that back, man. We haven't, you know, I was in an area a couple of days ago that's by this time of year, last year, in the past few it's years, as far up. as I can remember, it was blown up, man. It, but this year, uh, I think this cold front set us back a little bit, man, because I'm yeah. hard. It, it was pretty sparse, man. It was, you know, there wasn't much at all. Cause a lot of our bass lakes are like that too, with that hardcore freeze we had. Um, killed a lot of the submergent vegetation, the the the, the milfoil and hydrilla. It's just starting to come back with those water temps getting above seventy. So uh, right. looking forward to that too. But man, once again, brother, lots of info on here. Thanks for coming on the show. For the thanks for, for having this, uh, me, brother. For this segment here, brother, and then you know, thanks to all the listeners. It just wouldn't be possible without everybody out there. Um, you know, Waterloo Rods and, and True Storm Co. for the support for this show. Uh, other sponsors for the uh, Paladin Fin Network. We, we appreciate everybody uh, listening. You know, like I said, it's not possible without listeners and support from them. So, with that being said, another edition, Chasing Ties wrapped up. We'll catch y'all on the next one.
All right. You. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, host of Hunt Stand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from Hunt Stand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.